Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So great that you are with me right here on If You Don't Like That. Once again, our open forum with Grant Napier. Yes, indeed. Q&A. Bring it right here. I like Brandon to get it started. Mike Brown currently in Greece. Think we getting this new kid. Next year, Sasha. Uh, you know, if I know Mike Brown, he's over. He's on a a, a well deserved vacation. Good for Mike Brown. All right, how about those 76ers and Joel Embiid? Pretty darn impressive, huh? What he did tonight? I mean, incredible. Uh, the Sixers are now in the driver's seat after winning that game, one fifteen to one oh three. And in that game. Again, Embiid was a unstoppable force. What a difference when he's in the lineup. 33 points for Joel Embiid in 37 minutes. Harden, meanwhile, had 17 points, 10 assists. Only took eight shots in this game. They didn't really need him to do that. It was uh, Joel Embiid who played very, very well. And then in the other game, it is Denver and Phoenix. And right now, it is the Nuggets leading the Suns by the score of uh, 45 to 42 with uh, three minutes left, all right? What do you want to talk about tonight? First of all, so great to have you here. Yeah, let's go is right. Absolutely. Kyle, I do know you're pissed. Big-time Celtics fan. Um, You should be upset. You know, they shouldn't have lost game four. I think that's where if they do lose this series, they're going to point to game four. They had that game. There's really no reason uh, for them to lose that game the way they did. And now, I mean, they got to go back to Philadelphia and get a W. Now, they're very capable of doing that. We know the Celts are a good road team, but, you know, your yeah, home court doesn't seem to mean a damn thing in the playoffs here, does it? You know, it really doesn't. Uh, Cody, no, I did not. Fill me in. Fill me in on Valerie. Uh, fill me in. I didn't hear what happened. What happened? Did not hear. Hit me up. Uh, NHL playoffs, which uh, I love watching. Let me see what he's talking about here. See if I can go uh, find it. I I should know that. So, Cody, what happened, buddy? You got to fill me in, my man. You got to fill me in, right? I know that Dallas is leading uh, Seattle uh, two zip right now, and the uh, Hurricanes polished off the uh, Devils 6-1, but... I did not hear, Cody. I don't like getting stumped like that, Cody. Gotta tell me what's going on, buddy. You know? I love playoff hockey, though. Absolutely love playoff hockey. Love it. It's the best thing going to me. Absolutely can't get enough of it. All right, what do you want to talk about? 
All right. Stop it, would you please? Kyle, stop it. All right. It's stemming from a, a few weeks back, a passed out girl in the hotel room. Cody, I didn't see that. I did not see that. Well, I'll tell you what, I've only done it one way ever since I've been on the air. So I appreciate you saying that, that I'm a breath of fresh air. Uh, I'm so upset of all the crap going on in this country, the cancel culture, uh, everyone quick to judge. I mean, it's absurd. You know, it's an absolute joke. You know, John Anderson of ESPN the other night made fun of Zach Whitecloud. All right? Made fun of Zach Whitecloud. You probably don't even know who that is. He's a defenseman on the Vegas Golden Knights. And so John Anderson of ESPN apologized, okay, not only to the Vegas Knights, but had a conversation with Zach Whitecloud. And Whitecloud actually broke down in tears when he was talking about it. And Zach Whitecloud said, hey, you know what? I forgive him. Everybody makes mistakes and let's move on. All right. Now, let me give you a little background on this. Okay about Zach Whitecloud. And it's it's it, it's unfortunate that we can't get through 24 hours with something like that. So John Anderson is a anchor on SportsCenter, okay? And he was narrating a goal from game three, all right? And he made a joke about Zach Whitecloud on the air calling his name a great name if you're a toilet paper. Does anyone really think that's funny? Like, what is going through your mind? Think about that. A great name if you're toilet paper. How about that for you? Like, you, you, you just, what do you say to that? What do you say to that? I mean, now, White Cloud is the first NHL player to be from the Sioux Valley, Dakota Nation. All right? I mean, I, I just don't get this sometimes. Like, as a broadcaster, what are you thinking about? All right? What are you thinking about? Anderson said, this is totally on me, and I sincerely apologize to Zach, the Golden Knights, their fans, and everyone else for what I said. It's my job to be prepared and know the backgrounds of the players, and I blew it. I will be reaching out to the team to personally apologize and hope they have the opportunity to speak to Zach as well. Unbelievable. I mean, really, seriously. Again, he's the first NHL player to be from the Sioux Valley, Dakota nation. Now, here it is, all right? Zach Whitecloud. He said, you know, this game was created to have fun with your friends, no matter your background, no matter where you're from, your economic status, whatever it is, everybody can play hockey. To be able to represent, and there are various other people that are representing in a lot of different ways, I'm just proud that I'm able to do my part and represent our community in the right way, treat people the right way, and be a good human first. All right? Said, in our culture, I think the one thing that we're taught is that all family 
looks after all of the family, right? Everyone is family. You look after them like they're your own. And I think that brings in a tremendous sense of family. And for me growing up in hockey, it pertains to the same way I treat a lot of all of my teammates like they're my family. I want the best for them. Again, White Cloud said, I accept his apology. Everyone makes mistakes. Got no problem. All right. Uh, Cody says that I feel that NBC Sports California and Glenn Kuyper will mutually part ways. If I'm Glenn Kuyper, I am not mutually parting ways with NBC Sports California. Okay? I'm not. But we still don't know what is going to happen. All right? Okay, well, you know, he was trying to be funny. I I agree with you. He was trying to be funny. But comparing someone's name to toilet paper, do you think that's funny? On national television, in the Stanley Cup playoffs? Hey, let me tell you something. If you don't want Glenn Kuyper talk, go watch somebody else. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Okay, it's news. It's important news. And if you are going to ignore this news, shame on you. Okay? So if you don't want to hear about me or my audience in reference to Glenn Kuyper, then you're free to log off and go spend your hour on somebody else's YouTube channel. You do have that decision to make. All right? Somebody said, I grew up in Northern California, so I never had the opportunity to watch hockey in the area. I've heard that playoff hockey is the best. What makes it so good compared to the NBA playoffs? It's subjective, okay? Um, I It's just, I can't really answer that. I just think it's so much more exciting. It's so much more entertaining. Uh, there's sportsmanship involved. There's hard-hitting involved. There is a degree of respect for each other involved. The players are consummate professionals. I mean, there's just a lot of things, all right? Just a lot of things. I did see that. It is 3 nothing now. Here's the other deal, all right? If you're going to come on and you're going to make stupid comments, then you will be blocked from this stream. So it's really up to you, okay? You want to come on this stream? I would love to have you. You want to participate with what we're doing? I would love to have you. But if you make stupid comments, okay, then you will be blocked. So it's your choice. That's your warning. Okay? That's your warning. It's up to you. You take it however you want. Just unbelievable. I, I mean, don't people have better things to do in their life than act like morons with their messages on social media? I didn't say that John Anderson should get fired. Okay? I don't think he should get fired. A absolutely not. Who said that John Anderson should get fired? I didn't th I don't think John Anderson should get fired. I'm just making the comment that it was stupid. Okay? I don't think he should be fired for it. Did you take it as me saying that John Anderson should be fired? No. All right? Of course, Cody, yes, you were right. Of course he's ashamed he slipped. Anyone would be ashamed. You're embarrassed. Now your name is, you have a label 
attached to your name. So, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. There's no question he's ashamed. All right. All right. What do you want to talk about tonight? You hit me up with some questions. I'll be happy to answer them and uh, we can go from there. Yes, give people a second chance. You don't give people a second chance that they murder someone, commit a heinous crime. But yes, absolutely, a second chance. Well, thank you very much. Oh, boy. I appreciate that. Yes, indeed. All right, great to have you here on the stream. Don't forget, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Grant Napier Show and my website, if you don't like that.com, you can check out all my work right there on if you don't like that.com. Hit me up and we will go with whatever direction you want. All right. Do I think the Kings will sign Monk to a three or a four year deal? It's a great question. I will say three years. All right. Uh, this is a fabulous question. As a New York Giants fan, who is your all time favorite New York? Giants player. I don't have an all-time favorite, but I would put Spider Larkart from the 60s on there. I would put Bob Tucker, number 38, by the way, if you're keeping score at home, from the 60s on there. Phil Sims is F is absolutely 100 percent on there. Uh Lawrence Taylor. And if I had to come up with a fifth, and again, I'm doing this very randomly, maybe John Mendenhall or maybe John Mendenhall, who was an outstanding, standing nose guard or uh, Jim Burt. Those would be that. Uh, Do I think that Women should be color commentators in NBA games. Do they have the credibility? Why would they not have the credibility? You don't have to be an NBA player to be able to communicate adequately and intelligently on NBA basketball. I don't really care whether you're a man, woman. If you can do the job, you can do the job. Absolutely. No question about that. I mean, it's up to you to determine whether you think they have credibility. And then what, in your opinion, gives someone credibility or not? I mean, seriously, I never played in the NBA. Do I have credibility when I talk about basketball? I feel like I know the game inside and out. I think I know a lot of the things that go on behind the scenes inside and out. I think I know what helps a team, and I think I know what hurts a team. I can watch a game, and I can... Do I'll tell you this, and I'm, I think this goes for a lot of people in my position. I believe that if we were a color commentator on an NBA game and you didn't know anything about our background, I think I don't think you would have a problem with our job and how we're doing it. So, yes. Uh, all-time favorite Yankee that you were able to see in a live game, Mickey Mantle. No question about that. Used to love watching Mickey Mantle at Yankee Stadium, particularly on bat day. You know what? Really appreciate all these great messages. I don't know if Sasha's coming to Sacramento. Stop with the Sasha talk. How how would I know that? Uh, Dave Jennings, the great punter, was a favorite. Yes, no question. And uh, the illness that, I mean, 
so sad to see what happened to him. No question about that. All right, again, hit me up with the messages. Um, let me see here. Oh, yes. Grant, you said that Little Caesars Arena is your favorite to go to because the food for the media. Which arenas are second and third place for the media? Hmm. That's a, a really good question. Dallas is in the top three. But nothing compares to uh, that Little Caesars Arena. I mean, it's in a class all by itself. Um, and you know what? Brooklyn's very good. I put there. Sacramento, by the way, and Charlotte are 29th and 30th, depending on which one you want to put worse. Sacramento and Charlotte, the two worst media rooms in the NBA. It's embarrassing. It's absolutely embarrassing. All right? Stars are up now 4 nothing. Thank you for the update. Appreciate that. Leading the Kraken. In a huge game. What's up with the Knicks? That's a good question. Miami's just on a roll right now. And Jimmy Butler is just on fire. Right? I mean, how good is Jimmy Butler? Right? Would I interview OJ Simpson? No. What for? What for? And I was at the game in the 70s at Shea Stadium when he ran for over 2,000 yards. Which, by the way is the record today. You know why? Because he did it in 14 games. And to this day, talking football now, he's the best running back that I've ever seen with my eyes. I watched Jim Brown play at Yankee Stadium. I've watched Barry Sanders in person. I've watched Emmett Smith in person. I've watched Walter Payton in person. Gail Sayers. I mean, I can go on and on. Me, personally, the best running back that I ever watched play was O.J. Simpson, all right? No question. Yes, I do know Stephen A. Smith. I have talked to him. He's actually had me on his show in the past, and I've had him on my show in the past. So, yes, I do know Stephen A. I met Stephen A. when he was a beat reporter for the Philadelphia 76ers um, for the Philadelphia Inquirer, and I met him before anyone knew him. This would have been back in the 90s, I believe. Got something in my eye there. But, yes, I do know Stephen A. Smith. No question he is. Uh, you know what? Marcus Allen, great running back. Yes, he could do it all. Absolutely. No question about that. Uh, hockey. Devils falling apart. Second period against the Hurricanes. A <laughs> category five goals in the period. I love that. That is absolutely uh, phenomenal. All right. Any exciting plans for my YouTube channel? Well, I'm going to expand. I'm going to start having a lot of uh, live interviews with guests. So stay tuned for that. If you have not yet subscribed, please subscribe. And that way you will know whenever I am coming on. Okay. Uh, Howard Cosell used to, uh, to ride media hiring ex-athletes at the expense of professional broadcast authored, I never played the game. Well, I will say this. This is a great topic, okay? I don't care whether you played the game or not. You can have Joe Montana, who is arguably the greatest quarterback of all time or second, depending on where you put Brady, and he was terrible, awful, when he worked for NBC. They got rid of him quickly. Horrible. Okay, so it doesn't matter to me whether you're the greatest of all time. If you're not able to communicate 
on television. There's nobody worse, by the way, than the regional sports networks that take former athletes and put them on a set with no broadcasting experience who can barely communicate and think that people want to watch them. It's embarrassing. It happens all over the country. Never understood that. Who's the person that feels that taking somebody that's a former athlete and just sticking them on TV is going to be good television? It's awful. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Somebody wants to know how the phrase, if you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball originate. It was random. It just came out one night and it caught on and I made it my signature catchphrase. So yeah, I didn't plan it and it just came out one night. My thoughts on the A's potentially moving to Vegas is that they're not going to be in Oakland, are they? How are they going to stay in Oakland? Now, I didn't see Justin Gavin Maloof's comment about too many pro league teams due to limited corporate sponsorship, but I think he has a very good point because I think most people feel that eventually Vegas is going to get an NBA team. Now, I'm not familiar with the corporate landscape. I'm familiar with the casinos in Vegas, but I don't know if that's enough to support eventually four professional leagues. The NFL is a moneymaker, and the Knights, they sell out every game. They do extremely well. They do extremely well. I don't know about that, and Gabba Maloof knows Las Vegas a hell of a lot better than I do. So it would not surprise me. Uh, Kenny Thomas, I consider a very good friend of mine. Used to go out to dinner with Kenny often. I used to hang out with Kenny when he played with Sacramento. I hear complaints about Kenny, but I'm going to be very honest. I have not watched one Sacramento Kings broadcast since I left. I wouldn't know if Kenny was an Emmy Award winner or terrible. What I will say about Kenny, he's a great person. I would stick up for Kenny Thomas any day of the week. He's a good, good person. As far as a broadcaster, you're asking the wrong person. You're asking the wrong person because I I don't know. I have not watched him ever on TV. All right. Uh, Oakland. Yeah, I think they're done in Oakland, too. How could they stay in Oakland? Explain that to me. How could they stay in Oakland? Hey, I want to tell you about Bennett's. I sure hope that you've made Mother's Day reservations. If not, you can see if you can still get into Bennett's, Roseville, and Sacramento by going to Bennett'sRestaurants.com. Don't forget about their weekend prime rib, their weekend brunch. They have over 50 different types of wine available by the glass. And they're going to be coming to the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland soon. That's Bennett's. Bennett'sRestaurants.com. You can check out the menu, get food to go, and everything else. Big-time Sacramento King supporters. Love Brian and his family. That's Bennett's, Roseville, Sacramento, and soon coming to Rockland. Keep firing away with your questions here on the Q&A. Well, this is an interesting question. Go back and listen to my podcast that I had with Greg Lukenbill. It was probably a year and a half ago. You can just go to my website, if you don't like that.com or grantnapier.com, and you can search for, or you can just Google Grant Napier interviews Greg Lukenbill. We talk extensively about that. 
Greg said it did almost happen, explained how it almost happened, and then explained why it did not happen. Personally, and I told Greg this on the air, I never thought that there was a possibility of it occurring. But Greg swears that it was almost a done deal and it was this close to happening. All right? Just telling you the way it is. Uh, no, I would never want to be a sideline reporter. I do remember Steve Tasker, and not only a sideline reporter, but as a color commentator. And he's another person I used to have on my radio show on a fairly regular basis. But I would never want to be a sideline reporter. I think personally, and I really mean this, I think sideline reporters are pretty much a waste of time. That's my take on sideline reporters. I think that they're a waste of time. I think that in many broadcasts, they don't say anything and they don't tell you anything that you don't already know. Okay. There are exceptions. Okay. I always thought Michelle Tafoya was the best sideline reporter in the business with both the NFL and the NBA. Uh, there are others that I think are very, very good. I think Tracy Wolfson is an excellent sideline reporter. She adds to the telecast. I think she and Michelle are the two that stick out to me. Most of the sideline reporters are, in my opinion, a waste of time. And I don't have any reason to watch because of them. That's just my opinion. But they're not going anywhere. The sideline reporters are here to stay. But personally, I think it's a waste of time. I think the coaches' interviews are an absolute waste of time. Stupid. Waste of time. Um, awful. Absolutely awful. Which league is more likely to get 32 teams first? I would say the NBA if I had to guess. I would say the NBA. You know, I've not been down to Stockton to watch a sports game. I'm going to do that. I've heard that next time I am in Sacramento. Pam Oliver used to be good. Pam Oliver is an embarrassment now. Pam Oliver is as bad as there is of anyone on TV. She used to be great. And I understand that she's got some health issues which are uh, preventing her from being the A-level sideline reporter that she was. I agree with you. Pam Oliver used to be great. I think Pam Oliver is awful now. Awful. All right? Absolutely awful. Uh, I have not talked to Doug Christie since uh, June 2nd, 2020. All right, what else do you want me to talk about? Hit me up with some topics right here on If You Don't Like That. Do you like this format? Do you want me to do this more often? Do you enjoy this? If you do, give me a thumbs up, all right? Hit that like button. And also, if you have not yet subscribed, please subscribe, okay? Listen, Sports teams go up and down, okay? So as far as the Giants go, yeah, they're terrible right now. But that's the same franchise that recently, in the not-too-distant you know, past, won three championships in six years. Now they're not very good. It's part of being a fan. You can't be good every single year. Here's a... Uh, Message, Tim Donaghy wrote in his book that the NBA would call announcers at halftime if upset at something they said. Said that Kevin Garnett often yelled the N-word so loud could be heard in the first few rows. That's true. I will tell you this. I never, ever 
once in 32 years had the NBA call me or text me during a game, okay? Only once in 32 years did I ever have the NBA call me. And it was, I was on the airplane, okay? I was on the airplane in Newark, had just done a Knicks game. And the final play of the game, Dan Crawford, one of the best officials, called a violation on Corliss Williamson. And where we sit at Madison Square Garden is opposite the scores table. I thought that I saw Dan Crawford make a foul call and to the table, but could not tell. I assumed it and I was wrong and I ripped him for it. What he called, and this was at the end of the game. It was a deciding call in the game. What he called was an illegal screen out of bounds, which is an automatic turnover. So the game ended. We go to commercial. I look at the replay and go, oh, my God, I blew it. I made a mistake. However, NBA League Pass stopped our game. So anyone that was watching on NBA League Pass did not hear my apology when I came back on the air. And we came back and I said, hey, welcome back to Madison Square Garden. I need to tell you this. I was wrong. Dan Crawford was right. Here's the replay. What he called was an illegal screen out of bounds on Corliss Williamson. I got the call wrong. Dan Crawford got the call right. Okay. I got a call from the NBA on the plane. And before John Frank even told me, I said, John, I know you're not aware of this. I apologized on air after the game. I realized that I made a mistake and I went overboard in criticizing Danny. I said, I got you. I, and he, he talked to me for, he goes, Grant, as long as you know that, I'm good. I go, you know what, John? If we can get you the video of me apologizing to Dan and I was wrong and he was right, you let me know. About three weeks ago, or excuse me, about three weeks later, we're playing and Dan Crawford is one of the referees. And I walk up to Danny. I go, Danny, I go, hey, how you doing? I go, I owe you an apology. I said, when we saw you three weeks ago in New York, I got it wrong and I ripped you on the air. And I said, I want to let you know, and a lot of people don't know this because the NBA league pass stopped. I apologized to you on the air and said that I was wrong and you were right. And Danny said, you know what, Grant? You don't need to apologize to me. You're all good in my book. No problem, but thank you very much. He goes, it does mean a lot to me. I said, well, you know what, Danny? I go, I'm not afraid to say I'm sorry and I made a mistake, but I wanted you to know where I was coming from. Dan Crawford and I, from that point forward, had a great relationship. Now, we had what I thought was a good banter back and forth. Danny knew where I was coming from. And I'll tell you something else. I don't really share this very often. I'm not afraid to criticize the officials. Okay. But I'm also not afraid to say when they make the right call, even when it went against the Kings. And I used to have officials come up to me before the game and say, Hey Grant, you know, I just want to let you know, we really appreciate how you announce the games you're the most objective, fair announcer in the league. And I just want to let you know, 
We appreciate that. It made me feel good. I wouldn't side with the officials, but I called it the way it is. And I always try to be objective. And I did appreciate all the times that the officials would come up to me and tell me that. Uh, I did watch Sonic Skate. Yes, absolutely. Um, did you watch it? Just curious what you thought of it. Uh, I I think Jimmy G will do okay. I don't think the Raiders are that good. You know, I think that they're at best, at best third in that division. All right. Well, thank you for your support. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. You know, I, I, I'm looking at the Raiders. They're not better than Kansas City. They're not better than the Chargers. I don't know if they're going to be better than Denver with Sean Payton there. You know, time will tell. Don't know. Here's what I do know. If you have an issue with plumbing, this is the company you want to call. That's New Works Plumbing, available around the clock 24-7 for all of your plumbing needs and repairs. Go to SACServicePlumbing.com or call the number on your screen. New Works Plumbing. They've got a fix for you. little water here. Got to hydrate, hydrate myself. Uh, what else you want to get into? I always like relaying stories about that. Uh, I knew in fourth or fifth grade that I wanted to be an announcer. I either wanted to be a jet pilot or I wanted to be an announcer. And listening to Marv Albert do the Knicks and the Rangers is what um, really got me into announcing. Grant, I have a rant suggestion. If you like, well, I'm here. What is the question? Ace Boogie, I talked to Chris Weber the last time on my radio show, which I invite everyone to watch on YouTube. Grant Napier, Chris Weber, YouTube. Last time Chris and I ever talked. How about that for you? Uh, the reason why Chris is not around very much is I don't think the Kings want him around because he's so unreliable as somebody that you can never count on. All right? Can never count on. You know, listen, I don't know what's going to happen in my future with who's going to let me do what, this or that. You know, I don't really know. I really enjoy what I'm doing right now. I like working for myself. I like communicating with you whenever I want. Like, you know, at 8 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock on the East Coast. I'm all for it, you know. I'm all for that. And so I'm not really sure what my future holds. I'm keeping every avenue open. If I get a call that makes sense to me and my family and I'm able to love going to work again every day and do what I love to do and it makes sense, then yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chris got taken off of TNT before the playoffs began one year. I had heard some rumblings of some issues going on behind the scenes as it pertained to Chris, but I can't, I have not been able to confirm or deny. So I'm not going to spread false rumors on the air. All right. Comments on the former Kings dancers. I don't know why they ever got rid of them. I used to love the Kings dancers. I thought that year in, year out, they were among the very best in the league. I thought they had the best choreography. 
uh, I thought they did a phenomenal job. I thought that the majority of fans enjoyed them. They were great in the community. They did a lot of charity work. I used to have them come out to my golf tournament for the Future Foundation and help handing out uh, tea prizes and volunteering and things of that nature. So, yeah, uh, Danielle Reynolds was on the Kings Dance team many, many, many years ago. Absolutely. Well, I've had Chris, Christopher Maddog Russo, on my podcast before. Chris has had me on his show many times. And I'm going to see Chris here in about four weeks playing in the uh, member guest golf tournament uh, at his club in Connecticut. And I'm very much looking forward to hanging out with Chris for a couple of days. Really love Chris. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I love Brad Miller. Um, yeah, I got a story about Brad Miller. So we were, Brad's an avid hunter, right? So we're getting ready to go on a road trip. And back during a period of time, we would park at the arena and we would get on the bus and the bus would take us to the airport to get on the plane. So Brad, there's this big cardboard box near the loading of the bus. And Brad goes, get over here. I go, what? He goes, come here. And I look in the box and it's the head of a boar. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you, dude? And he goes, what? I go, what's wrong with you? You are sick. He goes, well, I stopped at the butcher on the way. I just killed a boar and um, they're going to, you know, take care of it. And when I get home, I'll have all this meat. And I just wanted to show everybody the head. I go, you, my friend, you are a sick dude. You're a sick dude. So whatever I think of Brad Miller, uh, I think of that. I used to hang out with Brad quite a bit. I used to love Brad. All right. Well, I'm waiting for your suggestion. Any Ron Artest stories? I love Ron Artest. One of my favorite athletes that I've ever been around. Ron had a heart of gold. Ron was a little kid in a man's body. That's what I would say about Ron Artest. Um, yeah, I have a story about Ron. We were in New York and we were on an off night and I ran into him at the hotel we were staying at and told him I was going to the Giants game that night. And he's like, you're going to the football game? I'm like, yeah. He goes, can I go? I go, well, you know, the games are sold out, but let me see what I can do. And anyway, it was freezing, very cold. It was in December and they're playing Washington and it's very cold. And so Ron comes to the Giants game with me and he didn't have the, 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 the proper clothes. He, he did, but you know, trying to be a tough guy and he was freezing. I'm like, Hey Ron, you're from New York, right? You know, it's December, right? You know, it's cold, right? You're at the Meadowlands. He goes, yeah, but I, I didn't know it was going to be this cold. I go, Ron. Come on, the game's outdoors. So uh, I, I don't believe, I can't remember because it was a long time ago. I don't think he stayed for the whole game. But I love Ron, still love Ron. Ron's a great person. Ron would give you the shirt off his back. Great guy. Love Ron. Absolutely love Ron Artest. Uh, thoughts on MLB playing a series in London? I don't get it. I don't get it. But, you know, if you play 
Toronto's playing Boston. It's what a seven hour flight. It's not that big of a difference than going over to play in uh, California. So I, I don't know. All right. Uh, any, any other questions? What do you want to talk about? Hit me up. Yeah. The Nuggets are going to win this series. I think, I think they're a little bit better and I'm looking at, you know, by the way, did you see Nikola Jokic tonight during the warmups after the pregame warmups? The owner for the Suns was sitting on the bench and he walked up and handed him the basketball as he was heading to the locker room and they uh, gave each other a handshake and a hug. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, the game's, hey, listen, it's not, the game's not over. It's 71-55 with just under seven minutes left in the third. All right. Uh, any good Rajon Rondo stories? Yeah, I've got a couple. The first time I ever met Rajon Rondo was at media day at the practice facility. And I got him on the radio. And I had never met, never talked to him before. I had no idea if he knew who I was. And I was live on the radio when he sat down in front of me. And I said, hey, Rajon, I go, first of all, we're live. You always want to let somebody know when they're coming over for an interview, if you're live or not, because you don't want them to say something that's going to be embarrassing over a hot mic. So that's the first thing I always do. I go, hey, Rajan, I'm Grant Napier. I just want to let you know we're on live right now. And I started off the interview this way. I said, hey, I just want to let you know I've been very critical of you. I don't want you to come on and you know not be transparent. I've been critical of you. I was very critical of the way your tenure in Dallas ended. I thought it was unprofessional. And I am very leery about what you are going to bring to Sacramento. And I wanted to give you the opportunity to, you know, open up and say whatever you want. That's how I started the interview. And he said, hey, man, I really appreciate that. Thanks for being honest with me. I never had a problem with Rajan. Always talked to him. And I found him to be like a coach on the floor. And here's something else about Rajan Rondo that I've never seen in all my years of covering the NBA. He's the only player that would sit up near the coaches on the way to the game. Coaches sat in the front of the bus. The players sat in the middle to the back, not Rajan. Rajan sat in the second row with his laptop open, with a scouting report, looking at video with assistant coaches near him so that if they had any questions, they'd be able to go over the video with him. Never seen that in 32 years of covering the NBA. First, first guy. I had a lot of respect for him. I had a lot of respect for the way he approached the game. I had a lot of respect for the way he dealt with me and never, ever, ever had a problem with Rajon Rondo. Not one time. Matter of fact, we were in Philadelphia one year. Oh, hang on. I got to plug in this. Uh, give me a second here. Got to plug in the battery here. Or we're going to lose everything. You know, that's part of doing your show here. There we go. Now I'm back in business. Um, I hope I'm back in business. There we go. My, there we go. Okay, so I was in Philadelphia, Rajon's last year with the Kings, and he's warming up. And I went up to him. I said, hey, I go, I just want to tell you this, man. I go, you have been nothing but professional and good for this team. And it's just been great having you on the club. Shook his hand. He goes, hey, man, thanks. I really appreciate that. I go, no problem. I never had a problem. And then after he left Sacramento, and I can't remember where he played after Sacramento. Was it the Lakers? You know, I'd go up and say hi to him. He goes, hey, man, how are you doing? I go, I'm good. You know, thanks. 
And, you know, we, we, you know, he didn't ask me any, it was just like, Hey, how are you? I go, good. How are you doing? But it was always eye contact, respect. I always let people know that I respected that, you know, I wanted them to know that. Like, I always think that you deal with athletes fairly and everyone knows I have a radio show. All the players know I have a radio show and they know when I'm critical but I always try to be transparent with them. And I had players come up to me at times and talk to me about some of the things I said on the radio. I love that. I was transparent. I would explain to them why I would say certain things. And if I was wrong, I was wrong, but I would always have open communication with almost every player that ever came through Sacramento beginning when I did my radio show in 95. You know, I mean, it was part of the deal, part of the deal. I think the vast majority of players respected that. Not all of them, but most of them. Uh, I did expect more from Frank. I thought Frank after Kansas would be a legitimate, good backup point guard, and he never quite made it. So I did. Yes, I did. All the players heard my radio show. I used to hear from many players that they would tell me that the guys were listening to my show in the locker room at times or driving in on their cars. I used to have players come up to me all the time and go, oh, my God, I can't believe what you said to that guy. Oh, I was laughing my ass off listening to your show, driving into the game. Yeah, they listened to my show. Of course they did. Not all of them, but absolutely. Yes. My thoughts on the Stanley Cup playoffs? I think it's the best postseason going. I love it. I absolutely do love it. All right. Well, who's deleting it? What do you mean it keeps getting deleted? What is it? Maybe I've got Ryan moderating my show and I'm not aware of it. So, no, I'm sorry. All right. What's your rant? Uh, yeah, th this was a rant. It's still there. In uh, 2014, you got stuck behind the CHP on Highway 50 who escorted the wagon train event. Was there a lack of signage along Highway 50 prior to the event that blocked traffic? Explaining there was no signage at all no signage at all and i made a deal i'm like wait a minute i gotta i gotta pull over for the wagon train on a mad man made highway like i'm supposed to be impressed with a wagon train and a couple of horses coming through the mountains of highway 50 you know what if you want to be the real freaking deal go in through the wilderness like they did with the wagon trains, okay? You want to do it right? Don't have a CHP ex, uh, uh, escort. Don't be on a paved road. Go the way they used to. If we're really going to go back in history, let's do it the way they did it. That was my point. I did a rant on that. Absolutely. I did. Yes. That was, you know, favorite golf course in the greater Sacramento area. Um, I don't really have one. I have a, many that are in my list. Yeah, they do wish there was a Highway 50 back in the day. You're right about that, you know? Ryan said that Fox contacted you for an interview while in SAC. Yeah, I did an interview a week ago Saturday on uh, Fox News with Brian Kilbride. It was One Nation a week ago Saturday. You can see it. You can Google it and you can watch it. Absolutely. 
worst encounter I've had with a Kings or NBA player? Probably DeMarcus. And I, I've said this story before, and I don't mind saying it. And the reason is, is because it was in a public place. And I always feel that if something occurs in a public place, that I'm not st stepping over the line. So we were in Toronto. And it's the only place where we had to go through the airport because of customs. And there are two buses. And we get off and we go through security and immigration. And I'm talking with one of the coaches and I think maybe Jerry Reynolds. I can't remember who it was. Well, DeMarcus is behind me in line and starts cursing at me. Cursing at me. Like, I couldn't believe it. Like, cursing at me. So I'm like, you know, I've had enough of this. So I go through security and I wait for him. I go, hey, what is your problem, man? I go, what is your problem? And he starts using the F word. And I go, hey, I go, do you see the women that are working here? I go, watch your language. F this, F you. I go, you know what? You're an embarrassment. I go, you're a disgrace. You're an absolute embarrassment. The reason why I'm in this line is because I have global entry. Security told me to go over to this line and go over here because I have global entry. F you, blah, 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 blah. I go, you know what? You're a disgrace. I go, you're an absolute embarrassment cursing like this in front of women employees at the airport. I don't give an F. That was him in a nutshell. So that was probably the worst experience that I had. It was embarrassing. It was unfortunate. And unfortunately, the same thing happened one year prior to another individual. If you can, re if you can believe this, and I'm, I'm relaying this story because it was in a public place. We had somebody on our TV crew in the truck that was filling in on the road trip. Okay. He normally does the Sharks games. And so he was at the front of the line with the coaches and some of the other members. And DeMarcus starts cursing at him in front of everybody, humiliated the individual. The worst part of that was that nobody on the team told him to shut up and stop it. Nobody pulled him aside and said, hey, this is inappropriate. Nobody said enough, okay? And I just felt how unfortunate that the organization was scared of him until Vlade got there. When Vlade got there, he wasn't scared of him. I mean, there were multiple. Well, I shouldn't say Jeff Petrie was scared of him. That would be inappropriate. That would be wrong. What I would say is there was a pattern of kissing his ass that went overboard by almost everybody. And that was unfortunate. The displays of public humiliation by him towards another human being was out of line. And it was unfortunate that nobody in the organization would speak to him. Now, it was brought to my attention after the incident with me at the airport that he was talked to on the airplane by my superiors and others in the front office. I will not mention their names. And the only reason why I know that is somebody from our TV crew who was at the end of the line 
walked onto the plane after being delayed going through immigration and said, Napes, I can't believe that happened. He goes, but I just want to let you know he's getting his ass chewed out out front in the in the front of the airplane because I just saw that. I'm like, good. I'm happy to know that, you know. So those are some of the stories. And again, the reason why I don't mind sharing those stories is they happen in public. And I think anything that happens in public is fair game. And there's some things that happen behind the doors is fair game too. But in this case, it's fair game. All right, again, what do you want to talk about? Thank you, Haunted Horse, before I say so long. Um, no, the Kings are nowhere to blame for the lack of discipline with DeMarcus. They're, New Orleans is not to blame. Golden State's not to blame. The Lakers aren't to blame. Denver's not to blame. No, he's to blame. It's nobody else's fault. We're talking about the National Basketball Association. We're talking about a professional league. We're talking about an adult. Kings have no blame in this. Absolute. Zero blame. Anyone that says otherwise is delusional. Delusional. Uh, Gary Payton stories. Gary always used to talk all the time. I don't know. I I'm, was convinced that the guy must have talked in his sleep. All right. Uh, yes, uh, we are filing our amended complaint uh, in the next 48 hours, and I will keep you updated on how that goes. Uh, any stories about Ricky Barry? You know, Ricky Barry was, is tragic what happened to Ricky when he took his life. Um, Ricky Barry was the first round draft pick of the Kings in the late eighties. Uh, he had a bright future, not only as a basketball player, but as of a person. And, uh, yeah, that was an awful period of time, an awful, awful period of time, you know, absolutely. All right. Anything else you want to talk about? Denny Crum, one of the best basketball coaches of all time. Great life. 86. Rest his soul. Good job by mentioning that. Who was the best trash talker? I didn't really hear a lot of trash talking on the court because I had a headset on and I was announcing a game. So I very rarely heard any of the trash talking. Uh, any Wayman Tisdale stories? Uh, there were many Wayman Tisdale stories. One was how he would always invite me over to his house for the holidays. And the other one when he was playing his bass guitar with Dave Cause and friends and he didn't know I was at the concert and I had seats about five rows in front of the stage at the old Radisson. And I was standing up when he was jamming to one of his songs and he sees me and he goes, Grand Napier, right in the middle of the song. And then I went and saw him during intermission in his green room and uh, talked to him. And it's the last time I ever talked to him. He passed away uh, after that due to his, cancer in his leg. Wayman was one of the best. Uh, I loved him. Regina and his family were the salt of the earth. You couldn't, you could not find better people than Wayman Tisdale. Just couldn't. Wayman was uh, the best and being over at his house on, you know, Thanksgiving or during the holidays when I was young and single and had nowhere to go meant the world to me. Uh, he was the best. Plain and simple. He was the absolute best. All right. So we'll do this again next week. All right. And maybe a couple times a week. We'll see. All right. We'll see. 
But I enjoy doing this. I enjoy taking your questions and having a lot of fun. All right. Bird, he trash talked a lot. He trash talked a lot, but I couldn't hear that when I'm announcing a game. You get you have to understand when you're announcing a game and you have a headset and you have everything going on, you really can't hear a lot of the trash talking. Sometimes you can. Sometimes you can, but most of the time, uh, you cannot. Somebody said, I hear that Henry Ruggs is looking at only three to 10-year sentence for killing someone. Just another example of what's wrong with this country. Thank you very much. I appreciate you joining me here. Awesome. Have a great evening, everyone. Really enjoyed you being here. It's a lot of fun. We'll do it again soon on if you don't like that. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.